Welcome back to Time for Nach. We are the eighth parak of Sefer Shmuel Base. David has recovered from his setback in terms of being told not to build the Beis Hamikdash, and he defeats the Plishtim and Moab. Uh, one of the cities he destroys, listed over here, is the place called Meseg. Rashi writes that is Gas. It's another name for the place called Gas. The Radak over here at the beginning of the Perak, he quotes a really interesting medrash. He says that Abimelech, the king of the Plishtim, and that's the generic name for the king of the Plishtim, much like Paro is a generic name for the king of Egypt. He made a bris, a covenant with Yitzchak ages ago, of course, via what's called the Mesek. That is a ring of a donkey or some form of something that a donkey has. And this covenant was now rescinded, taken back by David, hence the significance of the word and the place Mesek. David kills two thirds of the Moavi captives as revenge for the murder of David's parents and brothers, Rashi points out. Was the remaining captives, they're alive, they're still okay, but they're forced to pay quite a large levy, a large tax. Uh, meanwhile, David attacked Sava and he captures 20,000 soldiers. The Possek says 1,700 horses, um, many of which he destroyed, but he does keep 100 for himself. The Possek continues, or the Peret continues, that Aram Damesek tries to help Sava, but Klaishal kill them as well. 22,000 of them to be, to be particular, to be precise. Toy, who is the king of Chamos, then sends David gifts, gold, silver, copper, uh, which David donates them along with the spoils. And that is to be for Hashem, that is to be for holy endeavors. David kills a further 18,000 people on the return home. And there's a lot of statistics and numbers in this parak. Um, and the parak ends with the fact that we're told David rules. He judges over Klan Israel with justice and kindness. And then we're given, we're shown the positions of government, those who are in high authority. That's a list at the end of the parak. We see, look, David's, without sounding too secular, but David's work rate here. And what David did in picking himself up from not being able to build the base Hamikdash to then defeat these ones in battle, that one in battle, protecting the borders, stopping invasions and incursions. Uh, someone who cares for Claudius and puts himself out and risks his life in war after war, that is the person that David Amalekh is. I think part of what underlines that is humility. You know, David was humble. In fact, the actual word David is a palindrome. You can read it backwards that he was, Dalad actually means dal, meaning humble. He was Dalad Vav Dalad. He was exactly the same forwards and backwards. There were no pretenses. He was the same at the beginning of his reign in his humility as the end of his reign, despite all of his achievements. If a person is humble, they can reflect others and they can expand to assist others in a, in a tremendous way. If someone, on the contrary, is Gaivadik, has too much haughtiness, so that haughtiness will prevent them from achieving fathers because they'll say, no, I've had enough. You know, I've done what I feel like I want to do. People know who I am. I've had my moment of fame, my moment in the spotlight, and I'm not doing any more. David's humility, his commitment, his responsibility, picking himself up from disappointments, those are all shown in the eighth Eric of Shmuel Base.